Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan Jesse Go, we're joined by the hilarious Ian Edwards, and we talk about our mom's dating, and of course, Scott Church. Let's go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, <laughs> boy detective. Oh my gosh, it is a beautiful day in Southern California. A beautiful Easter. It is. A beautiful Easter Sunday. Absolutely. Sorry. Sorry to get all preachy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I probably know we have the, you know... We usually keep it secular here on Je- Jordan Jesse Go, but I just want to come out and say it's Easter. Whoa! Don't get all seven hundred club on me. Easter here, Jordan. exists, Jordan. Please, yeah. Do not get all. Sorry, I, I you know I just had Easter brunch with my family, so I'm feeling I'm feeling uh, festive. Did you say that? Uh, did you say that your uh, mother's fiance plays the trombone in a church band? He does. Yes. That is a really cool instrument to play in a tr- it, in a church band. It's fantastic. Yeah, he's great at it. Looks looks good up there. Good posture. I like that. Just, you now, when can I ask you a, a a quick question about playing the, the trombone in the church band? I don't know a lot about it. Okay. I basically told you everything I know about it. Can I? I'll, I'll just sure. ask you based Is on this a what spit you spit valve question. No, it isn't. It's just okay. a, a quick question based on what you know so far. I don't know if you've been to see him play trombone in the I have, church yes. band. Does he wear a suit or a party shirt? A suit. I love it. Looks good up there. God bless him. The party. Yeah, he. I mean, he reserves the party shirts for. Um, you know, party time. This Brad is great. I'm I'm really happy that uh, that your mom's happy and that Brad's happy. Yeah. I mean, we just, just had tremendous. like we just had a really good. We had like our traditional, uh, the you know kind of the traditional Easter brunch we have every year. Um, you know, it's 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 it, yeah, hard boiled eggs it. and of course, <laughs> yes, rabbit. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So a game rabbit that my mom shot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we had ham. Uh, we had potato salad, and we uh, we talked about the difference between the Hunger Game books and movies, <laughs> which is something we do every year. But this year was the first year it made sense. <laughs> uh, our guests <laughs> laughing contemptuously at Jordan's traditional Easter brunch. <laughs> He's a stand-up comedian and writer, Ian Edwards. How you doing, pal? What's up, man? How y'all doing? <laughs> doing just, good. Just, I'm just enjoying the banter and... Listening to the difference between my life and yours, and it's, uh, it's huge. Did, it's huge. You did not. You did not have ham for Easter brunch. Uh, nah, not today. You, or, what now? Your your mother's husband to be. What instrument does he play uh, in the church band in Orange County? I know she has to find one first. Uh huh. And mm-hmm. then maybe we'll figure out the instrument later. Has she has has she gotten on the internet yet? Uh, no. Nah, my mom doesn't use a computer. Yeah, that's it's old fashioned. Sure. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think we could get her on a typewriter? Uh, type something up. Send it in. Match dot com. Yeah, she could probably do that. <laughs> do you think Match dot com offers a service for people who only use typewriters? Well, I think maybe they should uh, start a Telegram service. They're like, I'm a single lady. Stop. <laughs> She's not that old. No She's games. Old. She's Stop. She's seen a computer. <laughs> she just never touched one. That's all. Right. She's just never logged online. She's concerned they may have Legionnaire's disease. Yeah. She, yeah, yes. She, it don't have. She you know she doesn't have a password. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. I like I movies and hate fake people. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Do you think that your mom, Jordan, could get could set my mom up on some dates, on some double dates with some of Brad's friends? I, I couldn't even finish that. I mean, sentence. if your mom wants to commute. <laughs> I should explain for the listener that Jordan's mom and my mom, while both wonderful people, are very different. Sure. (laughs) Comically, even. It would be a comic pairing. Your mom's into bad boys, not trombone players. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, the trombone player is usually the bad boy of the church band. Uh, No, I don't think the the trombone is the bad boy of any band. (laughs) That's like the the softest instrument ever. Yeah. I I really like um, the... I don't know, even know how we could describe how we could even begin to describe the difference between your mom and my mom, Jordan. Your mom. I mean, other than race, it's total. <laughs> well, gender. Gender. Yeah, no, there there's is also gender. gender. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, your your mom is is your mom originally from Texas or is that uh, your dad? Uh, Tennessee, or I'm sorry, Louisiana. Louisiana. My dad is from Tennessee. My mom's from Louisiana. My mom's from Washington D.C. Um, so that's not, I mean... She was in the, she was a part of that original hardcore scene up there. <laughs> yes. My mom is Ian Mackay. We should oh, explain right. that my from mom minor is threat. Ian Mackay yeah. from Fugazi. But, um, here's the thing. Uh, my mom's last real boyfriend that I was made aware of... Henry Rollins. was called Dad. His name... <laughs> <laughs> Meet my new boyfriend, your dad. <laughs> Oh man, I if my if my mom started dating my dad, that would be a oh, that would be a disaster of such epic proportions, oh, Ian. I cannot even begin to tell you. Like I would have to I if I got a telephone call right now from either my mom or my dad uh-huh. that said, "Now we have to take my stepmother out of the picture here." <laughs> but if if we Let's assume say that my, snipers, <laughs> but if we assume that even if we assume that my father was not married to my stepmother, mm-hmm. if we got a call from my if I got a call from my mom or my dad that said, "Even I'm thinking about mm-hmm. dating your mother or I'm thinking about dating your father." That would be a situation so dire that I would literally buy a plane ticket to San Francisco, where I'm from, Uh to fucking do some last 10 minutes of a romantic comedy level shit to keep it from happening. happening. (laughs) To get between the two of them. You'd play the bad guy in the love triangle. I would do... I would literally, I would do anything wow, are you prepared to, fren- to prevent French your love. mom. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would go to a sporting goods store and buy buckshot. So lit. I mean, why? What, what happened the first time they got together besides you? Mm, yeah, that. I and mean, maybe some brothers and sisters. I don't know. If history. you, <laughs> if you count me as good, mm-hmm. then that's the only good thing that Man. came of my parents' marriage. And, 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 and I'm not confirming that I'm counting you as good. So. You, well, you yes. haven't known me that long. <laughs> yeah, reserve, reserve, long. reserve yeah, judgment. Yeah, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I've often been described as bad. As bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's known like as the he's known as the bad boy of podcasting. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> bad boy of Orange County. Podcast. Yeah, I think I think the bad boy of podcasting is along the lines of the bad boy in the church in the church choir. I think those are those are two comparable two. bad boys. Cyber bad boy. I yeah. think here's here's from what I've been able. And here's the thing: my parents divorced when I was like three years old, um, and I. What I know about them, mm-hmm. what I know about their relationship only comes from, they would not talk about it most of the time. Right. So most of what I know about it only comes from when they were so angry that they would say something horrible about the about other the person. person. Oh, okay. Right? So that's, maybe there was... That's funny. It's just like, you a fragments of yeah, just, anger. Just the to worst. Together to make a just the worst. Like, well, at least I'm not. I'm not a drug dealer. Wait, what do you mean? At least I'm not a like your mother. What? Like what? Your mother. <laughs> like, my mom. Um, just th- that level of shit. But I mean, the the kind of like basically the picture that I have of their relationship is mm-hmm. essentially this: they met. Either at church or a bar. I'm not sure. One or the other. Church keeps coming around in this circle. Yeah, so right they, uh, I think, uh, they, one or the other, these uh-huh. two Have things. you heard the good news, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what we're getting at. Have we're- we mentioned that this is an evangelical podcast? Holy shit. We're saving souls. One guest at a time. time. We actually do not put this podcast on the internet. We just invite comedians in because we think they're lost souls. So this is true. Yeah, they are damaged people. We think you know they need a lot of comedians are sure. So it'd be good. It'd be it's actually a tragedy that this is not what you're pretending that it right should be. I mean, I think he might have a point. Are you are you willing to kind of switch switch gears here? Yeah. You mean from atheism to monotheism? Well, I mean to aggressive monotheism. <laughs> you mean to believing in God? And to warp five. Yeah. I mean, not just. I mean, you know, Jesse, what what we believe or don't believe, I think, is irrelevant. I right. think, you know. We're trying to save end, people's at lives. At the end of the day, this isn't about us. These yeah. men and women are broken. Right. They sure. need direction in their you lives. You know what? I think the bad boy of podcast is right. Yeah, that's a good point. Thanks. Thanks. You know, I couldn't. I was yeah. so distracted Not- by his neck tattoos, <laughs> and um, so this is the picture that I have of my parents' marriage. They pieced together from a couple of vague memories, uh, maybe a couple of photographs that weren't burned, um, and a couple of like ma- vague mentions here and there. It's hilarious. They were both drunk. Man. They met either at a bar or at church. <laughs> uh, they both wanted to have children. Right. Um, my father was an alcoholic. And my mother was possibly an alcoholic, uh, certainly a heavy drinker. It's like the days of wine and roses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then maybe my mom tricked my dad into impregnating her, mm-hmm. but my dad wanted to have a kid. So it wasn't that much of a trick. So I don't know to what extent they were in love with each other. I've never heard them say something nice. I've never heard one of them say, I was so in love with... Your father, I was so in love with your mother before everything went wrong. Right. So maybe they were in love with each other. I don't know. I'm going to go with no. Okay. <laughs> it, <laughs> seems, okay. it seems like the safe call. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they had a few years of uh, drunk acrimony. 
my mother got sober because and that's where the problem came. My mother, st- my mother realized that drinking was a migraine trigger for her. Mm-hmm. Stop drinking. Uh, my my parents divorced. Uh, my father got sober. Um, and they've been excellent parents to me ever since. Mm-hmm. They're wonderful parents. Um, but uh, they hate each other's guts. So, so lack of alcohol ruined their relationship. <laughs> I think they're... But th- it made them excellent parents. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, Ian, I think that uh, their relationship had some deep fundamental flaws. Oh, yeah. They're it's foundational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I think that the I think that the presence and lack of alcohol, I mean it added color to the dysfunction <laughs> in their relationship, I think. I think it made things uh more flavorful, if you will. Yeah, a little tipsy. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. sort of it made things fun. Right. You know. It may have it may have made their relationship better. I think you may I be right. I think, I think you may be did. right. As soon as they stopped drinking in a, well, I blame you, the, the root of the evil is like the migraine. Right. If your mother didn't realize that this was a trigger, right, you'd be They'd, badly raised. But my parents would drunk parents. But my parents would still be together, and that's what's important. Yeah, that's you got to have two parents in the household, yeah, Jordan. Absolutely. If we learned anything, anything. that comedians need religion. Yeah. Right. Number one, <laughs> and that two parents, two drunk parents, two drunk parents. Even if coming drunk. soon to CBS. <laughs> Two drunk parents. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a collaboration between Whitney yeah, Cummings just... and the people behind Two and a Half Men? Yes. No. It, yeah. No, it's, it's... We finally, those those uh, those those guys got together. So it's by the people from the bitch in apartment Two B. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? Two B. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm glad that we've... It's I'm, kind of a super group of situation comedies. You got Whitney Cummings. You got the bitch from Apartment 23. You got uh, John Cryer. John Cryer. Put them together in a room. See what they come up with. It's two drunk parents. Two yeah. drunk parents. But I want my... I would love for two my mom half, to have... Two and a half drunk parents. Oh, I like that. Like that? That's, like yeah. That that, that, so, it, yeah. That's so it, it, exists, it exists in the same universe as two and a half right. men. So maybe, you know... Little Fatso can make a cameo if they're, if they're having problems in the ratings. I tried to. T- that's his I, name, right? Little Fatso? Yeah, I'm pretty sure his oh, name is Little Fatso. Yeah. You're talking about the kid that's on Two and a Half Men and is also the drummer in Van Halen? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, I, uh, I have tried to. I, I, have, I have often uh, thought it would be nice if my mom had a, a nice boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mom is a wonderful, amazing woman uh, with many close friends that are like right. family, but. Um, I always thought it would be it would be great if she had a, a nice boyfriend that hung around. Um, that hung around. Well, you know. So did she have some before that didn't? No, I mean, I I think she had. She did. She. I th- it was she the old drummer some... from Van Halen. So he'd come to town. That have a wild night. She had. She had boyfriends when I was a kid. That I think she never presented to me as her boyfriend, I think, for those just sort friends. of... Yeah, yeah. So. and she had so many... She's always had close, very close friends in her life and lots of... Uh, including lots of male friends. Um, and so... She's, she's doing one of them. She just never told you. Yeah, and so I didn't know who was her boyfriend and who wasn't, I right. think. You know, I mean, I just never really tried to like figure it out. The shell game with dudes with you. Yeah. So if you tried to guess, yeah, that's her boyfriend. Nah, that's not... That's yeah, a friend. Exactly. That's exactly what was going on, yeah. man. Yeah, you got it. Your mom is smooth. She's a player. Yeah, that's the difference between she, my she, mom she, and Jordan's she'd mom. She trick you. She trick you out of your money. Yeah, you're like find the boyfriend. Find the boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, find Which the one's boyfriend. the boyfriend? <laughs> yeah, and so 
Yeah, I mean, it wasn't until... I didn't know about someone that my mom was dating as her boyfriend Mm -hmm. until she had a boyfriend that when I was in college... Yeah, like when you were out the picture. When I was gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when I was totally... Like, finally, you could come over and spend the night. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Exactly. And in contrast to... uh, 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 Jordan's Jordan's mom's boyfriend is a super nice guy mm-hmm. uh, that that she that she met on uh, eHarmony. Um, she met him. Yeah, mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah, um, definitely out of her comfort zone too. I mean, she she also is uh, you know b- barely uses a computer, so uh, I was definitely impressed to hear that she was doing that. <laughs> yeah, I bet my sister was helping her. And your sister was helping. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, my my mom's boyfriend uh, Reggie. Uh, was uh, was fifteen years older than her, and had been a Black Panther, and had written the definitive history of the Black Panthers. A Panther is a black cat. <laughs> Reggie the white dude. No, no, he's a black dude. Yeah, he was a black dude. So when you came home from college, yeah, there's a black dude in your mom's house. A seventy-five-year-old black dude. Jesus. Or a se- seventy, yeah, seventy-five-year-old black dude because my mom was about sixty then. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good dude too. <laughs> I mean, he never lived in my mom's house. I mean, they were they had a they had a they had an intense but casual relationship, right. which is something weird so to say about my mom. Intensely pleasant. <laughs> you want to go to a movie or do you want to stay in? We can do, I can do whatever. I like that idea of the intense casual you relationship. Know you know what? Scrap two and a half drunk parents. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna go with Reggie, the Black Panther. Stepfather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, but, and, uh, but the thing is, is you know, let's important. let's just shorten it. Yo, stepdad. <laughs> Yo, stepdad. <laughs> but it's a panther. Right. <laughs> yeah. The re- Yo, stepdad. The reality, panther. but the reality of this, what you don't know about the situation, Ian. Well, that I was don't really. Know about the situation. It was super <laughs> awkward that, for you at the time because you were in the clan. Yeah, I was at the time. It, well, I was. No, he was a skinhead. He was, I was. No, going he's a oh, straight skinhead. <laughs> straight yeah. skinhead. Just come home from college. Hell yeah. yeah. headed Mom, I got something to tell you. Yeah. She's like, I got something to tell you. I've too. learned a lot yeah. about <laughs> my culture. Right. You know, my people's history. History. Um, I uh, what you don't, what you don't know about about my mom's relationship with with Reggie is that while Reggie had been a Panther leader and et cetera et cetera, um, like my mom was definitely the intenser of the oh, two. Like wow. Reggie, Reggie was Reggie was definitely the laid back one uh, of the two of them, and so like that ultimately like. Ultimately, ultimately, the question in finding my mom someone to, and you know this as someone who's met my mom, like ultimately the question in finding my mom someone to share, share her life with would be someone that is, it would have to be someone that is interesting enough to keep her engaged, right. but also almost catatonically chill. Right. And that is a difficult situation. It has to be one of those people. But you're basing this model off Reggie. Because it worked. Well, Jesse, you realize you just described emo Phillips. <laughs> now, if my Is mom he was single, if my mom was dating, how awesome would it be if First your mom all, married emo Phillips? Emo's white, right, so it wouldn't work. Oh yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> well, my dad's white. It happened yeah, but once, was, but we already know it that. could yeah, happen didn't again. We know from from prior conversation, that was a mistake. That's true. It you know? probably wasn't. That's true. It probably wasn't. Um, 
his alcoholism <laughs> that broke up or, you know, the, the, you know, the hard times he had because of his military service. I bet it, it was his race. His race. Yeah. I mean, my mom, my mom has... I like your mom. From what I understand of my mom's, my mom's romantic background, it has been a real rainbow coalition. Mm. By, by that I mean... A lot of Asian she, dudes. By that I mean that she has fucked the shit out of Jesse Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> the Reverend Jesse Jackson has gotten it Somewhere. so good. From, okay, we'll Do you be think back your mom in. could get a show on MSNBC? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Well, they're just giving them out. Yeah, you can. <laughs> they're just giving them out. You have to hang around, just have to hang around outside MSNBC long enough. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, bad boy of podcasting. Yeah, and I'm Ian Edwards, just sitting here trying to find a trombone player. <laughs> Everybody needs their know, trombone know, right? player. You, you know why? Because at the, at the end of the day, we all got to clean out our spit valves once in a while. <laughs> am I right? Boy. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. We all need to add a little brass to those hymns. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about, guys. Yeah, I feel you, players. Hymns need to be more brassy. Jordan, Jordan, does your would be does your would be stepfather go to a ska church? He he does. Yes, it's him in uh, so a ska church. Hilarious. Yeah, when I said he wears a suit, he wears it with uh, slip on Vans, <laughs> skinny and, tie, in uh, skinny tie, and uh, rainbow suspenders. <laughs> Zero would be stepfather in real big fish. He is. <laughs> I didn't want to like brag because I know uh, you know because like whenever you know if somebody like brag. knows a celebrity, <laughs> sure. you know I didn't I don't yeah. want to be a name dropper. Yeah. I didn't want a ska drop. I didn't want a ska drop. No, I, mean, I feel you. <laughs> if only you could write a letter to thirteen-year-old Jordan mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your stepdad will be in real big fish, and the Aquabats will have a TV show in twenty twelve. <laughs> The Aquabats totally have a TV show. Yeah, they yeah. do. I know our our producer uh, our, our producer uh, Julia's uh, uh, boyfriends and girlfriends with a former Aquabat who works Ooh. on that television program. Uh, our, they our live together in the same house. Past guest Brandon Bird did a little of the art for it. Yeah, he designed and, some of their monsters. And he's in fact he just did production design on a new television program that many of the same people that worked on that uh, Yo Gabba Gabba Aquabats television hmm. program. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you think like after the Alcobats TV show got announced, like the guys from Mustard Plug like started calling each other, like okay, we need to get our pitch together? <laughs> I don't know what Mustard Plug is, but I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> yeah, you, you went, can infer what you went beyond. You know what? My hey, well Jesse, knowledge. You know what? Do you know what you think Mustard Plug is? Yes, that's what it is. Okay, it's great. that, and I have no idea. <laughs> this is this is what it's like if I start talking about like San Quinn or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I mean, I think the, I don't. I the think prison? the difference. <laughs> no, the San Francisco rapper. Oh. He's named after the prison. Oh, okay. I think to be to be fair, to be fair, Ed, what Mustard Plug is doesn't require much description beyond they're a ska band and their name is Mustard Plug. Right, sort of like bullies with fullies. You know, yeah, yes. You know what? Yes, no, yes, exactly, absolutely. It doesn't require much explanation other than that they're a hip hop group from San Francisco and their name is Bullies with Fullies. Wow. I, I've pieced together <laughs> the rest. I've pieced yeah. together the rest. <laughs> it rhymes. How it's a full it, Ian, it rhymes. Is it a, is it a, what are, what are they, what's the group made a part of? Wait. The wh- members. Um, it's, ah, oh, it's a super group. It's, mm-hmm. 
I want to say fully it's... is short for full erection, right? Because they perform <laughs> full erections. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who it is. It's it's um... fullies with fullies does sound like a porn site. It, yeah, yeah. It, does, it sounds. It's yeah, more... maybe like a really tough gay porn site. Yeah. Like a real like. But it's like dancing beer. Like real tough gay shit, guys. But... They were they were out like. Um, What's it's... dancing bear? They were out. I'll tell like, you after. Okay. It's Messy Marv is one of them. Messy Marv. Messy Marv, um, a.k.a. your boy, boy, young mess. Hmm. Um, and another dude who's friends with Messy Marv. Um, I'm, I'm typing it into the internet. <laughs> uh, Goose. Goose is the other dude. Oh, Goose is the other dude. Yeah, the other dude is named Goose. I don't know anything about the other dude. But Messy Marv is a San Francisco hip-hop legend. Um, but, uh, yeah, bullies with like, fullies. sound like PG rapper names. They're not PG rappers. <laughs> Ian. They have, like, the funnest rapper names ever. Well, I mean, it, and when you say, when you, I mean, the thing is, is, like, if you're Messy Marv, uh-huh. and you're like, look, I got a pretty fun, I got a pretty fun rap name. Right. But then you're like, how could I kick this up a notch? Well, the boy, boy, young mess is how you're going to kick it up a <laughs> notch. The boy, boy, young mess. Yeah. I mean, Messy Marv, there's no difference between Messy Marv and the grub. The Gro- what was it Grover from Sesame Street? <laughs> like I could see Messy Marv <laughs> right in, a, a, in yeah. a trash can right next to him. To be yeah, to be fair, these rappers are all made of felt, right? And they're they're voiced by Frank yeah. Oz. <laughs> I would What's the other one. I would really, I would really enjoy an episode of Sesame Street where they went to Hunters Point in San Francisco. They just take that 153rd Street down to HP. <laughs> And they just, you know, they, they hit up Sunnyside. They check out, they, you know, and they just, they, you know, they build with some of those dudes. They, they hang out with <laughs> they Sam Quinn. Them. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Sam Quinn. And yeah, what's the other sure. dudes? <laughs> well, Messy Marv and Goose. And Goose. Yeah, Goose. Yeah, Goose is like. Big the, Rich. They the, get Big Rich in there. Big Rich. The, you know, they can big hang Mitch out with or, Big Bird. Yeah, Big Rich is from the Filmo, of course. He's not from. He's oh, not my from bad. The, yeah. Well, oh, shit. Come on, Ian. Yeah, you're right. Get your head yeah. on straight. I got to get my shit together. Get, my bad. Come on. <laughs> You're a right. guest on our show, Ian. I don't bad. need to tell you this. You're right. You got to know who Mustard Plug is. You got to know that other stuff. Did mustard you not... Plug sounds like another pornographic thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything you say that... Like what? Yeah. Even ch- your, your mom's uh, boyfriend is a trombone player? Is it? Yeah. That's, that sounds... That's vulgar. Yeah. My apologies. Church yeah. trombone player is a vulgar thing so, to be. Sounds vulgar, too. Everything could be... But let's... a double entendre. Let's get real, Ian. Did you or did you not... Work on the Lyricist Lounge show oh, on yeah, MTV. Yeah, yeah. So you got to know who Messy Marv is. <laughs> I, know, I know who E-40 is. <laughs> I know who, who Sugar T is. You know who the politician is. You the know about the politician. <laughs> the quarterback, 40 sorry, Water. Sorry, his name never came up <laughs> during pitch meeting. Wait, I, Jordan, I know we wanted, we're going to talk about something with you. I just have to ask, I have to ask this question because I never saw the Lyricist Lounge show. Uh-huh. Was it? I but I did have Lyricist Lounge CDs, and so uh-huh. I got really confused when I heard you know, that the I Lyricist. Don't, actually, gotta, I don't even know what it is. Could you explain you gotta, the premise gotta, of the show? I'll explain the premise, but yes, for, whether now or after, just, yeah, just YouTube it, yeah, and I think you'll like it. Okay, uh, so the Lyricist Lounge was like a sketch show that was half uh, rap sketches, yeah, and half regular sketches. When you say rap sketches, do you mean that the sketches were wrapped? Yeah, the sketches were wrapped. As in the people were rapping in the sketches? People were rapping in the sketches like they had a... Now, you understand that sounds like a terrible, terrible no, idea, Ian. No, we're talking about 
it was a great execution. Like I'm I'm surprised it didn't go further. Uh-huh. No, it was it was check it I'm, out. I don't believe you at all. I, I know, I know. I, I can, want you to know I can, that I don't believe I'm you at all. I'm glad you were honest about that because yeah. I could tell from the look on your face <laughs> that you that you were, you were that like sounds like a hell, horrible horrible hell no. idea. He's like hell no, I'm not believing this. But at least you said it. So I'm well glad. because I remember at the time because the Lyricist Lounge was a it was a famous it started out right as a famous recurring show. It right. was like a weekly show or a monthly show in New York, right? right? And then it became uh, it became sort of one of the most famous series of. Uh, compilation underground hip hop compilation records, right, right, um, in the late '90s, in the mid to late '90s, mm-hmm. um, that were sort of the epicenter of the um, of the kind of of the underground hip hop movement when underground hip hop was like, oh, we're underground hip hop, and you know the the birth of the pre the the dawn of we like hip hop, not rap or whatever. Right. You know, rap the thing versus hip hop. Yeah. The thing that curdled into that. Right. You know, I'm I'm not that into that, but at the time when that was a thing and it was worthwhile, this was the center. The first of that. backpackers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And I remember, th- I remember hearing that they were getting a television program. Right. And thinking like, oh, that's great. And to watch Pharaoh Monch on MTV or whatever. How come you didn't check it out? I don't think I had cable. You knew so much. I don't think oh, I had cable. Now, where did the sketches come? Like, where did the sketches come from? Was that part of their original, you know, club show or whatever? I don't know how the the concept came up, but it worked out. We had sketches like a, a bank robbery. Uh huh. Like you know, they're in a bank, but they're rapping, and four dudes just that are online just bust out. One gets the door. One gets the cash register. One goes to the safe. And they're rapping their instructions, and people are following along, and some of the hostages are rapping. But they're all rappers, you know, and the music is hot, and the lyrics are kind of funny. And it's kind of clever because they put it all together. And it's a complete story within, you know, like you listen to, like, it's like some Nas joints or some Jay-Z joints where they, like, tell a story or Cool G rap. And it's just basically, like, if you could, you could actually shoot a Cool G rap, any of his songs, and have, like, a nice, hot like short story and that's basically what lyricist lounge was and then they had regular like snl type sketches with some other actors it's it's a good it's a good combination sort of like that one time beyonce made a hip opera so they got Mm -hmm. that from the lyricist lounge show and they made a whole movie so they did that right after but that's where they got it from you remember that hip opera? I don't remember the hip opera. Should have watched that. I think it was a disaster. Uh, it was sort of a disaster, <laughs> except that what uh, was it? Yeah, huh? What was I, it? I it was a retelling of Carmen, mm. starring Beyonce, Beyonce. and uh, I want to say most Def was in that it. Might maybe have been her first acting role. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> she's still a bad actress. <laughs> she's never improved. That might have been her first bad acting role. <laughs> she, she's, a, she's a lovely young woman. Oh, sure. She continues to be a beautiful young woman. <laughs> okay, sorry, Jordan. I, 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 I cut you off there. I, 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 just, I just got excited to talk to Ian about this one thing that I remember seeing from on his IMDb that I have literally been wondering about this and have not bothered to type it into the internet yeah, for 10 lazy, years. That's some lazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's some lazy I have been so busy typing bullies with fullies into the internet. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, you, you yeah. know. Mustard what? Must, mustard, mustard plug. plug. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to... I already know what that is. I'm not yeah. going to type that. That's, that's asking for trouble. You type mustard plug into the internet. Yeah, that'll just ruin your whole day. You're either going to get some kind of gross pornography or worse ska music. Well, so well, well, either way. Well, hopefully some... 
gross pornography. And then you'll feel really bad. Either way, you're going to jack off and feel bad about it. Just go, oh, I can't believe I jacked off to that. Oh, jeez. Ska pornography. Yeah. Jordan. Ska pornography. Skanography. Yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah, I mean, I think we talked a little bit last week about you know how how pornography has to be so novel to sell these days. It has to be you know I mean, you gotta have parodies, subcultures. Or, sure, sure. I mean, I think that you know, I think there. I think '90s nostalgia is big. Right. There's all these '90s nostal- '90s nostalgia tours going around. I think like <laughs> I think I saw that like bare naked ladies are doing a tour with like Sugar Ray and Cracker over the summer. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that that's you know it's a, it's a market. I think. Wait, did you say bare naked ladies are doing a tour with Sugar Ray and Cracker? Yeah. What is that? Just the sad tour? <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's called Summer Fest or Summer oh, Summer Jam. Geez, I know. Louise, yeah, for sure. That is horrible. Yeah. It's old, I mean, it's old school shit. <laughs> that but that is just sad though, because it's the combination that makes it sad. <laughs> sure. Right? Because what it is is there are oh the gin blossoms are also involved oh jeez yeah. just made it sad <laughs> because oh, now I have to jack off <laughs> because I feel bad about it what you're doing when you combine those things mm-hmm. is it's like each thing cancels out any people that might actually <laughs> like the thing sure like the dorks that might actually like the bare naked ladies mm-hmm. like the sort of genial doofuses that actually like the bare naked ladies right and then the the sort of vacant assholes that actually like sugar ray yeah. and then the i don't know i guess like the sort of like I don't know if do people were there people that actually like the gin blossoms. Yeah, I, I like think people the, like I think, there, do they know, still I, have alternative I would, rock I cred? Would guess I would guess that the I don't gin know enough blossoms, about alternative rock I, as a genre. This, I'm I'm also fuzzy on this too. Um, this is this all this was popular in a in a time where I mainly cared about rancid. Uh-huh. So um, so I think that uh, I think <laughs> that the gin blossoms people are the same as the sugar ray people. So I think that's a good. Combo. Really? Yeah, I think so. But why don't did, only girls like Sugar Ray? Yes, I think only girls like Gin Blossom. Why does oh, Sugar okay. Ray? It seems like Sugar Ray was fine, and then the dude just said, "I'm leaving. I'm gonna go do. I'm gonna be on extra. On t- I'm gonna be on extra. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but was like, Sugar you know Ray why? fine? I don't know. Sugar yeah. Ray wasn't doing fine. They weren't doing bad. Would you rather be in Sugar Ray or would you rather host extra? Uh, I'd rather host extra because it seems like there's more longevity involved, right? But you get more bitches from being in Sugar Ray. I bet the extra bitches are are pretty, yeah, you know, I mean, pretty you, pretty substantial. You probably I would do guess. okay on on bitches. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, some screaming girls at a concert. Yeah, like you know, the, you know, the, you know what it is. If some girl comes to a Sugar Ray concert, you know, you could fuck her. Yeah, that's true. Sure. If they just watch an extra, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, she, if, might, she might be trying to give you a resume yeah, or something. If yeah. you could okay. figure out yeah. a way to go through the television, you could probably fuck her. <laughs> exactly. Mean, yeah. That's but probably the concept, because, of the, right there. because of your powers of technology. Yeah, right? sure. Your no, I mean, yeah. I mean, think about it. You're a, you know, you're a, you're a, you're a 35 year old young mother. Your, your, your better days are behind <laughs> you. Mother. And then, sh- and then, fucking Sugar Ray just <laughs> kicks the screen out of your TV and comes into your house. I mean, yeah. You're totally fucking before your husband got home. Yeah, he's not a bad looking guy. He's a Absolutely. handsome man. Mark McGrath. I mean, that's, that's why. That's how we ended up. He hosts extra. He, I think he got. He, he does not host extra anymore. Yeah, I think he just left like a year or so again. Yeah. Oh, when when they just switched him out for Mario Lopez or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Wait, does Mario Lopez host extra? 
That's what he hosts. Right? I thought he hosts what? Dancing with the Stars. Mm, no, no, Mario no. Lopez hosts most things. Yeah, on TV. Right. Mar- now. I think he Mario does? Lopez yeah. is uh, he's rivaling Seacrest for most things hosted. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he hosts like America's Best Dance Crew. Best too. Dance Crew on MTV. And then he does. I think he does extra. Which one they shoot at the Grove? No, yeah, I know. That's uh, oh god, shit. That's but it's one. That, it's like E, the most enter. You know, the one that uh, I forgot. It but might be Access Hollywood. Might be Access. One of them. Yeah. There's so many now, but there used to just be one. But he's hosting some major shit. So, Mario Lopez <laughs> from Saved by the Bell. Sure. Yes. Where have you been? I don't know. I just guess I internet? just don't really. Yeah, I've been on the internet. Google. Here's some things. Mustard plug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was looking for the sex act, not the ska band. He's hosting yeah. that Sugar Ray tour with the. <laughs> yeah, Mario Lopez comes yeah, out and introduces. Yeah, yeah I guess I guess if you are having a '90s nostalgia tour, yeah. you're gonna want a member of Saved by the Bell to come yeah. out. Well, you probably just get Zach, right? I think Zach's. I think I think Zach is probably the hardest to get. He, I think he's had the most, um, you know, he's consistent acting, success. Yeah. 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 Is like, he? Uh, yeah, he yeah he's on Franklin and Bash. Yeah, he is. Yes, he's one of the dudes. He's our friend Kumail Nanjiani. Franklin or Bash? Yeah. He's Kumail Nanjiani. He friends. Pro- he's he probably hangs friends. out with Kumail Nanjiani basically every day. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! So our so friend Zach's Ku- doing all right. Our friend Kumail Nanji. So we are friends with someone who is friends with Zach from <laughs> Saved by the Bell. Yes. If you yeah. told me that when I was twelve years old, <laughs> if you had told me that, mm-hmm. that I would ever know someone who knew someone that handsome. That's hilarious. That <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you really think that Zach from the Saved by the Bell is remarkably handsome to the point know. where you I would know? I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, he kind of gives me really the willies. You know yeah. what's you know what's funny about that statement, like uh. You know, you know when Jamie Foxx won the Oscar, yeah. like I know like a good friend of his. Yeah, and and I'm sitting there and I see Jamie Foxx get the Oscar, and I said, I can't believe Speedy's friend won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're like, Speedy's who, friend. Who, who, Speedy's friend. Like who who would have known like years ago that you would even know somebody that won an Oscar? I'm like Speedy, Speedy. Mm. But but I mean, I, is that mostly because you would never expect someone with a name as ridiculous? Well, that's part of the- that's like if you had a buddy named Chum Bucket, right? Mm-hmm. And then Chum Bucket's Chum Bucket's Chum Bucket's best friend got elected governor. <laughs> you know, who'd have thought that it would be Chum Bucket's exactly. buddy yeah. who yeah. got yeah. elected governor? It, it, it was funnier to say Speedy's friend won an Oscar than Jamie Foxx. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Or Chum Bucket's friend just got elected governor. Jesus. Oh, your dump truck's friend. Congratulations on your Nobel Prize in chemistry. Dump truck told me all about you. Dump truck's the best. <laughs> okay, so wait. So Mario Lopez hosts how many shows? Uh, all, all shows that Seacrest does not host. Yeah. Do you think... This is a real question about this. Sure. <laughs> Do you think that if you're one of these guys, like if you're Mario Lopez and you host a bunch of these shows... Do you think that that makes Mario Lopez feel happy? Yeah. Yeah, I think that I think you are probably surrounded by positivity at all times. Right. I think oh, yeah. that I think you have people telling you what a great job you're doing. Right, cuz you're being touted as a handsome guy. Mm-hmm. Right. right. You're making some money. You're but if you're being touted if you're being touted as a handsome guy all the time, do you think that that makes you wonder whether there's something else wrong with you on the inside? No, he's superficial. Who cares? Right. <laughs> That's why you're working. You're yeah, always it's, working it's out. Why you're always working? Like he's always working out, and he plays into what he's been told 
and that's his bread and butter. Is he a homosexual He's smart enough to not go away from it. Oh, I, I actually saw uh, Mario Lopez out with a with a lady. Oh, uh, right. He sat behind me when I saw the fighter. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh huh. And. She was she was uh, she was very very attractive. Um, uh-huh. Not that that not that homosexuals mm-hmm. don't hang around with attractive women. Sometimes all, they do because that's all they do. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not perfect. hanging around with hot yeah. dudes. But you know, you know, I want to take back my answer on the happiness. Right. Yeah. Because when you mentioned the fighter, yeah. I could just see Mario Lopez's face watching the fight and going, "That could be me. That's what I want to do." Oh yeah, maybe. And I'm like hosting this shit. I'm making some money, but. He, you know, he's probably trying to get some serious acting work, and they're like, "I bet," because I bet host. like Wahlberg started out as a you know ridiculous boy band guy, right? Yeah. and now he's a you know a respectable actor. Right. Yeah, maybe so, Mario Lopez sees that and goes, "God, fuck! I should have yeah. I should have Wahlberged a little bit." Yeah, because no matter what you you have, you always want more, or there's always a better career you want. Mm-hmm. God, I wish I had Speedy's career. <laughs> <laughs> if I could just be Chum Bucket for one, uh, I know. Day. <laughs> That should be our new action item. Do you think Mario Lopez is sad inside? 206-9844-FUN. No, but I mean, I just, when I watch, when I see a show like that, you know, Mm -hmm. the kind of show that is so, because if you're like, like if you're the host of, you know, if you're the host of a news program, Mm -hmm. then you're not necessarily sad inside because you're, you're doing something. Sure. You're doing an actual thing. Unless it's a local show. Right, and you want to make it to the to like on a national level, then right? You're like shit, yeah, you know. But it, it depends. Like, I mean, but I mean, you could get some, you could get some, you could you could have some reward inside yourself mm-hmm. for that, right? And I mean, even if you're a, even if you host the View, like if you're on the View, if you're <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg or Joy Behar or that whole, the horrible other people that host right. the View. <laughs> Chum bucket, dump truck, <laughs> chum bucket, or dump truck. But I mean, like, like, sure. Like, let's say, let's say you're Whoopi Goldberg, right? right? And and frankly, I know, I know Whoopi Goldberg is not a popular person to like, but I like Whoopi Goldberg. I like her because I'm maybe because I'm from San Francisco, and Whoopi Goldberg is a you know a San Francisco person. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I used to take Whoopi Goldberg's record out of the library in San Francisco oh, <laughs> and listen to it all the time as a kid. Yeah. Like I I really like Whoopi Goldberg. I think she's a cool, smart, funny lady. Right. Um, I think she's I think she's you know in I think she's in that category of like you know. Obviously has you know has had has done some great stuff and kind of hard to dislike, but okay. probably can't point to anything recently that she's done that's been anything. The thing about right. Whoopi is I think she's accepted where she's at, and she doesn't. When you watch her on the View, you yeah. Know, when I accidentally watch her on the View, right? Because who watches the View? Uh, you know, I had a I Where? had a job mm-hmm. um, where I worked for the Ellen DeGeneres show, and it was my job to watch oh, the I view every day. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. I had to watch the view every is day. Is she gay? Huh? <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres? Is she gay? No. Uh, oh God, question. God. She was. I every One time day. I saw her out with Mario Lopez, and they <laughs> yeah, were... every day just a fucking new dude. <laughs> yeah, a different race every day was coming in, That's coming hilarious. in that office and fucking ripping Ellen in half. So Sorry. let me ask you a question: Is she a bitch? Like I, I hear she's a. Uh, here's here's my here's uh, I did not have a lot of contact with Ellen DeGeneres when I worked there. Uh-huh. Um, 
she is super private. Right. Uh, she has personal security. Um, that you personal know, kind security. of yeah, yeah. That kind of ushers her kind of uh, to and fro. To be fair, I, if I was a if I was a small, super famous lady who was also famous for being one of the first out gay people, I would probably have personal security that I'm right. And I, I will say that it was also I my job. Would, yeah. In addition to watching the view, <laughs> I, I had to. I don't believe you. What? <laughs> You'd have security? <laughs> yeah, because I but there, I think if there's a reason, it's like this. Look, I I don't want to I don't want to cut sure. off your but like I, I worked in the I, I worked in the mayor's office briefly when I was in high school in San Francisco. Chum bucket? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I worked in the mayor's office briefly when I was in high school in San Francisco when Willie Brown was the mayor of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And there was an incident while I was working in the mayor's office where Willie Brown got pied. He got hit in the face with a pie. <laughs> and, and Classic, classic gag. Yeah. <laughs> and Willie... Stuffy old mayor, pie in the face. <laughs> and the mayor was pissed. Mm-hmm. And he said... And part of the reason he was pissed is because he said, you know, like, look, I'm... I'm a I'm a black guy and I genuinely have a reason and I'm the mayor of a city and you know I was the for he was the first uh, uh, African American assembly leader of California he was you know the man's 75 years old now so he was a civil rights leader like he was he's genuinely had a reason to f- be worried about people attacking him right right and like, I that I understand and at the time I was like yeah I understand why you would genuinely feel like you had and not think that was funny for that reason. To be fair... But, but how does a lesbian at, talk show host... How does this translate to a lesbian talk show Do you think that she host? didn't... You think she didn't... Wasn't getting death threats and shit? Well, to, I can actually definitively answer this question. Okay. I had to... I had to... Uh, part of my job, in addition to watching The View, is going into the, you know, Yo Ellen at Ellen Show email right. and just, like, you know, kind of look, monitoring it for, you know... Things they might want to use on the show. Right. Uh, several death threats per day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Lot, real crazy. Okay, real she, crazy ones, Maybe too. she needs security, then. Yeah, yeah. I, she I, should get security. Sure, yeah, right? And I mean, Ian, also, I mean, as an African-American man yourself, mm-hmm. I think you should get some security, because people might want to take you out. <laughs> sure. But I think, I think mainly what my, to do... My if, security right now is not to wear hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my security. That's your personal... That's, that's political <laughs> commentary on our show! <laughs> I think just the, the main thing, I think the main mistake that Willie Brown made and i think the mm-hmm. mistake that i don't want to see you make is if you're, if you're in the same room as a pie <laughs> becoming the first african-american mayor of san francisco just don't do that if you're in the same room as a pie don't say uh i want that pie give it to me let me have it because you're just setting somebody up and I get that maybe he just wanted to have the pie because it was good, but like you can't resist that that classic That's joke hilarious. setup. And also, when you're working as a painter, do everything in your power not to get assigned to the ladder crew with Larry mm-hmm. and Mo, <laughs> because every time they turn around, boom! Oh, somebody's gonna get but, hit. Yeah, <laughs> every That's time hilarious. they turn around, well, uh, I can assure you. Speedy's other friend is not going to get pied. I'm yeah. Good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Um, okay. So yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't have too much uh I didn't have too much interaction with Ellen while I was working mm-hmm. there, but uh I, I will always regard it as a good job because when I left they gave me an Xbox. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. So why did they why did they want you to watch the view? Uh just so they didn't repeat things that they had done on the view. Oh, right. So yeah, I had to like give them a little rundown with like they talked about this and then there was some. Then Joy was kibitzing. 
So this, I was racist. All of my so this is the <laughs> thing. Rundowns were racist. This is the thing about being Whoopi Goldberg or uh-huh. whatever on the View. Right. Is Joy Behar Jewish? Maybe she's not. She seems Jewish. I think she's Jewish. I think, I think, I think she is too. Joy, Joy Behar. Every time I sometimes I'll watch an uh, like an interview with somebody who's going to be on uh, Bullseye mm-hmm. when they've been on the View. I just watched one. With wow, if you want to watch a, the <laughs> awkward seven minutes of television, watch <laughs> Rachel Dratch's appear- recent appearance on The View. It is the just most painful, weird. Boy, yeah, thing. I, I, I mean, my several months watching that show every day. It's, it's it's an awful program. I don't know if it's gotten any better, but it's it's nonsense. They, they have like some moments and shit. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing about being on The View. Like, however you f- how uh, even if you're on The View, and I think that some, some I mean. Obviously, Barbara Walters didn't get where she is by being a dunce. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think Whoopi Goldberg has, you know, I think her success has been m- merited. I think Joy Behar seems like a really cool lady. Every time I watch one of those right. things, I always come away from it thinking like, man, that Joy Behar seems like a really cool lady. She's funny, too. She'll slip yeah. in some real funny shit. Yeah, she'll yeah, say sure, something she that's actually yeah. funny. Yeah, her, yeah. her and Kelly Ripa, you can yeah. count on like, yeah. oh, hey. You like, oh, oh. Right, yeah, she actually did say something yeah. that actually was funny on purpose. Yeah, and, and Kelly Ripper, like, you know, to her credit, it's like, when I used to watch Regis, yeah. you know, I was like, this motherfucker's amazing. Yeah. Like, there's something, motherfucker just, first of all, how do you get this many stories yes. from your past? Like, how yes. old are you that you have enough stories for five days a week for 40 years on TV? Yeah. Like, like and you and you live most of your life on TV. Yes. Like, and, and Kelly Ripper's like, the same it's like it was a easy it was a no-brainer yeah, yeah. they're they they're both amazing genius and i want to be i want to be clear the reason that i'm so impressed at kelly ripa and joy bihar being so hilarious is not because they're lady television hosts it's because they're on daytime tv sure. which is the least funny thing in the history of the world <laughs> but um the uh the thing about being on the view is mm-hmm. at the very least at the end of the day you're offering your thoughts and feelings about something. Right. Like that's a, a key part of the show. So mm-hmm. like at the – ultimately, if you're somebody who does other stuff that's maybe classier, like let's say you're uh, – Aisha Tyler was recently on uh, Bullseye and she's so fantastic on um, Archer. And she's just so great on Archer, very talented mm-hmm. actress. And um, she's on one of these shows that's like The View. And – you know, I don't know how. Proud oh, she on, is she on the one with um, uh, Ozzy Osbourne's wife? Uh, I I don't know who else okay. she's guesting or she's just she's on it. She's on, on it. it. She's a re- she's regular on it. She's it's a not, regular. I don't think it's the one with Ozzy's wife. Okay, it's Cheryl Underwood is on that. Okay, she, she's uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Darlene from Roseanne is the host and executive producer of it. I think. Wow, really? I think it's called The Talk. Okay. If I remember correctly. Okay. Anyway, I haven't. Yeah, I've not. A, se- I've not seen the show. That but is anyway, one with Ozzy's wife. But go ahead. Uh, Aisha, Aisha Tyler, um, like she can go to work in, in the day, and mm-hmm. even if she's, even if the show is terrible, and I don't know if it is or not, I haven't seen it. Right. She can. She can be like, well, you know, I shared some thoughts and feelings. Maybe I changed some minds, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. If you work on extra. You've done nothing. <laughs> You've done nothing for the your your life's work. Is empty. Sure. It's hilarious. You, yeah, you are. You are. You are purely there to uh, throw to clips from uh, from pieces of media from your boss's parent company, and you're in front of it. I mean, it's not like, and you know, I I had a uh, I, I had a friend. But that's why they hire Mario Lopez because he's good at nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. But I mean, I had a friend who worked on Entertainment Tonight mm-hmm. as a researcher, right. and that is like. 
that is like a job where you have i mean he didn't like entertainment tonight i don't think i mean mm-hmm. he liked his coworkers and stuff i don't think he hated it but right. i don't think he enjoyed the show mm-hmm. but you know he liked research and learning about entertainment he was a he's a trivia guy and you know went on jeopardy and like learn oh, like right. reading and learning about stuff you know what i mean he's that kind of guy mm-hmm. so he got something out of that part of the job but Hosting a TV show of the type of where you go stand on a stage and read from cue cards or read from a teleprompter. I know I've done it. Um, if there's no like jokes or even interviews. They'll send no, Lopez to a junket every now and then. But it's not. I mean, there's not really. But that's how good of an actor he is. He pretends to like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's that's... Small, yeah. This is a tough job. Not anybody could just do this. Oh, yeah. it is tough. He's, I mean, he's dying inside. I have to pretend to have an opinion you about Kesha. Yeah, you can't tell. But that's, that's how amazing thing. this motherfucker is. I yeah. don't want to run down how good the dude <laughs> is at it. Because do, being good at that is crazy hard. Yeah. I know because I wasn't that great at it. <laughs> I was okay at it, but I was not that great at it. But... The but the emptiness there's gotta be empty yeah. you gotta feel terrible. He's taking pills. He's definitely <laughs> taking pills. Okay, so you're on my you're all the way on my side. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. There's you no were, disagreement here. You claimed happiness at the beginning of this conversation. Yeah, and then, and I will and remind then, you. And then, yeah, and then I, I took it back when he mentioned you know Mary Lopez watching the fighter. Right. And, yeah, yeah. And he's he's in shape. Yeah. And he's watching like a boy band member. Mm-hmm. Get nominated for an Oscar, and he's like, yeah. "I was on Saved by the Bell." There's a, there's a, that's a close proximity. <laughs> yeah, like that's... that, that could have been me. That sure. could have been my trajectory, career trajectory. And and I'm hosting. Like I got to interview this guy. Yeah, about a great movie, and I'm just like, "Oh yeah, God, I, that must be that yeah. must." I bet that those are the tough moments for Mario Lopez yeah. is when but, you do have to deal with a member right. of your like cultural peer group you know do you think right. mario lopez has ever had to interview zach from saved by the Bell? i bet he has probably has because that shows you know he probably has the only thing that saves him is he makes what's more the money guy with the glass what's the guy with the glasses screech when he just has to go home and look at screech online yeah and like, seriously screech is porn yeah and then you know screech like, you know screech was on our show once in our in our college days and uh mm-hmm. he was a real asshole <laughs> You know, but maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe that is what Mario Lopez can like take some solace in. I guess. Right. I guess. Sure, there are the Wahlbergs and there are the Zacks of the world. Right. But you always have like Screech to kind of look down yeah. on. I think we can agree that he's the saddest. Yeah, Screech bottomed yeah. out. Screech is probably the yeah. saddest. Yeah, because Screech could have taken. I mean, even if his even given his career falling apart, mm-hmm. he could have taken the high road. And just not been a dick. Right. Sure. <laughs> he could have just quit the business and gotten a regular job, or he could have gone behind the scenes and or done like become his, the next Fred Savage. Or done like his looks and become a lawyer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. But no. No. Yeah. No. He turned out he turned out to go on Jesse and Jordan's college radio show and tell <laughs> tell joke book jokes about disabled people. Wow. <laughs> which he really did. Mm-hmm. Did we ever find that? I think we found it. I think it was in the college years archive. Oh somewhere. God, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think you can I, find I would, it in the college years. That's something year somewhere. that I wouldn't want to listen to. I know. Like I've ne- I haven't listened to it since we were in college. I am grateful that it occurred for one reason, though. Hmm. When people ask me what's the worst interview you've ever had on you the Sound of Young America, Screech from Save I have that. something to tell people <laughs> right away that I don't feel bad about telling people because we gave right. him. It wasn't just like an awkward social interaction. Uh-huh. Like we gave him a lot of, we were kept trying to give him opportunities to not just tell 
uh, sort of rude jokes about disabled people uh-huh. and just be a jerk on purpose. I think we even played uh, a song from his math rock band. Yes, we which wanted, he also has. We wanted to what? talk. Or we had. tried to talk to his. We tried to talk about his band. We tried to talk to him about his instructional chess DVD that was out an at the time. Instructional chess DVD. All he wanted to do was tell seriously street jokes, joke book <laughs> jokes about fucking quadriplegics. Wow. Mean jokes about disabled people. Oh, it was horrible. I re- the moment this stands out in my mind more than any other is him telling these awful quadriplegic jokes, like wheelchair jokes. And at one point, I think Jordan, might have been Gene, said, hey, maybe we should talk about your act. <laughs> and then Screech said, this is my act. <laughs> oh, anyway. I had a, uh, speaking of 90s nostalgia, I had a kind of a funny funny occurrence uh the other day um it, it I, I you probably god i feel like the advertising for american reunion oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. just all over the place yeah it is yeah. it is um boy I, I i and i desperately want like a friend to see i don't want to see it but i'm so curious about it i would love it if a friend would see it so if someone has seen american reunion and wants to call me and tell me about it uh, I think that's a fun. I think that's a fun action item. Whoever oh, has, yeah. we do not want to go see American <laughs> Reunion, but we kind of feel like we should know what happens in sure. it, or not just a plot summary. Just we should know what we should know about it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so so th- there's this set of ads for it that's just kind of uh, like a big poster with one of the characters on right. it. It's you know Stifler. Yeah, I saw a Stifler on last night. And the one of uh, Jennifer... It was great. I was glad that they brought Stifler back to play Stifler. <laughs> it, is, it is really, yeah. Um, yeah. So the one with uh, Jennifer Coolidge on it, um, who's, she's the, you know, she's in all the Christopher Guest movies. She always she kind of specializes in, you know, playing vapid Hollywood women. Okay. Um, yeah. So she's the woman who uh, is famous for having a sort of plumped face Mm -hmm. Mm. you know what i'm talking about unnaturally plumped face yeah you know what i'm talking about so so yeah you look a plumped face (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah if i can just find a gal with a plump face who doesn't mind the old mustard plug (laughs) action item if you've seen american reunion it's the new dirty sanchez or if you're or if you're a gal with if you're a plump faced gal who wouldn't mind the old mustard plug on my birthday <laughs> the a one for Jennifer Coolidge. Plug. So mm-hmm. she plays, you know, she plays a, a you know a, a cougar type woman right. in these, and you know she's she's super funny, and I, I I mean I still remember her from the first one, and it being one of the legit hilarious moments. Yeah, it was in that. it was a hilarious movie. First uh, one. Yeah, totally. Um, and but they for her big poster they airbrushed it, and her you know her cleavage is very prominent, but not in a hilarious way, like in a. Jennifer Love Hewitt on, you know, whatever that show she's on way. Like, it's that same kind of ad where her, like, they're trying to, to you know. Legitimize it sexily? Yeah. it's like Oh, you're talking about Jennifer Love Hewitt's upcoming uh, Lifetime show, yes. Jennifer Love Hewitt, the fuck whore. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> Boobs the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I'm like, oh, that's so weird because that character isn't supposed to be sexy. It's supposed to be grotesque. Right. Like, it's supposed to be, you know, it's supposed, she's not supposed to be, it's supposed to be funny that a guy right. is having sex with her. It's not, not supposed to be, you're not supposed to root for that guy right. who has sex with her. It's supposed to be like, oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and I'm like, oh, I, I, I kind of wish they, I wish they weren't presenting this character as sexy, but as funny. Right. Um, and then, but then I also thought to myself, 
I would fuck Jennifer Coolidge in a second. Oh, you would in a <laughs> second. It would. I would. I would not even have to think about it. So, so uh, I've learned that about myself. <laughs> but, what's the What's the name? I of would. It? We would go see. We would go see bare naked ladies. That's hilarious. Anyway, what's the name of the French the chick that played the exchange student? Oh yeah, I was trying to. It's it's. It, you would be tempted to say Jennifer Love Hewitt, but it's not. It's a it's Jennifer not, Love right. Hewitt esque character who. Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth. Like you know, I, you know, I did a season of Punked. Oh yeah. And uh, we were using her to help set up Mila Kunis. Mm-hmm. You know, ain't and, that always the way? You know, that's always the way. Oh you yeah. Know? So then you gotta uh, set up Kunis. You gotta set up Kunis. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> So we, you got to use Elizabeth to catch a Cunis. So, you got to you got to see. If you want a mustard plug, you got to yeah, set up yeah. the Cunis. If you want a mustard plug, Cunis. <laughs> you're going to need an Elizabeth to do that shit. You're going to need a Shannon. So, you know, usually, so the person, you know, gets the person there and helps set the scenario. And, you know, the, the players go in, get the mark and. Flip the whole shit around. And you were the rapping bank robber? No, I was like, I was playing a, I was playing a cop. You okay. know what I'm saying? I was playing cop. And uh, let me tell you something. Uh, Shannon Elizabeth fucked the whole thing up because she couldn't act. <laughs> <laughs> that was the irony of the whole. <laughs> like she what, was what was the so, scenario supposed to be? She was so unbelievable. Yeah. The Kunis is like, we, I'm getting punked, right? Oh, funny. That's how bad. Oh, so wait, wait, no. Tell us what the what was the scenario. I'm trying to remember the scenario because it never aired because she was <laughs> on she was on to us. It was the it was the only one like there was the first one we did when I was on that season was with To and he was on to it, but I just kept going, and then so so he was in and out of belief of it, and then there was enough there to put something together. Wait, with To with Terrell Owens? Terrell Owens, yeah. But this one. This bitch just <laughs> like you know you, you you're all there you set the thing up and then you start doing it and then she's talking and you look at her and you would just want to slap the shit out of her <laughs> and just blow it this thing is blowing already let me just at least well I guess slap that counts as, out I guess that I mean maybe you could just switch around and you could punk Shannon Elizabeth by really slapping her yeah just. That, that, then that would have been they would have used, they could have used it's a punk you're right I you wasn't can, thinking you can, on my feet you can the logo can come in <laughs> and right. stamp punked yeah. on her after she's been slapped and that's Patrick Kusher can that's just battery though <laughs> yeah yeah but not it, real clever but, <laughs> but neither is our acting so fuck it <laughs> I, I can't remember specifically what we was trying to do but Shannon Elizabeth. You were just trying Mila to hit to a celebrity. Over. The premise of this was somebody hits a celebrity. <laughs> I mean, that's what it turned into. <laughs> it didn't I mean, matter which. I mean, that's what it turned into. Which celebrity That's what it should have turned into. <laughs> there was one where you were, somebody was just supposed I'm not, I don't remember. Somebody was a delivery man and somebody just socked celebrity chef Paul Prudhomme in the gut. <laughs> he just threw up Cajun spices just Cajun all spices, over yeah. everywhere. Just, just, yep, just a hot fat. Fountain of gumbo. <laughs> it was hot cr- gumbo fountain. Crawfish all over. Sure. Crawfish. Holy mackerel. <laughs> there was some mackerel, too. A little mackerel. <laughs> That's, the man has a, has a very unique take on gumbo. <laughs> a little it's mackerel in there. Crawfish and mackerel. <laughs> <laughs> As if crawfish ain't bad enough. Throw some mackerel. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> My gumbo. <laughs> crawfish. 
I don't have an impression of Paul. No, you were doing great. You should have. No, you should have fucking ran with that. I was. I was on board. You shouldn't have bailed. You can do it again. I'll. I'll. I'll hear it. Go ahead. Do do do, do Paul Prodome saying know. I have mackerel gumbo. Can I just do Jeff's? Can I just do Jeff Smith the frugal gourmet? Oh yeah, sure. Frugal gourmet. But he has the same voice. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm the frugal gourmet. Love it. <laughs> We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Ian Edwards comic, hanging out. Um, that was a very that, he handled that very cool. Yeah, Mr. thanks for Ian hanging Edwards. out. Yeah, it's great to well, have you hanging out here. Um, hey, sponsors on this week's program, mm. of course, our good friends at Ask Metafilter. Thank you. Thousands of life's little questions answered mm-hmm. online at ask.metafilter.com. Um, Ask Metafilter is the website that you can go to to ask. Basically, any question that would ever need a question, uh, an answer, and you will actually get a decent answer from an intelligent person. Um, and if you're too chicken shit to ask a question, you can just Google it on Ask Metafilter, and you will find the answer to your question. The answers. This is a fucking. You know about this. You know about like your your websites where I'm not going to use any brand names here, Ian, but where <laughs> where. Because they come up on they come up when you when you uh, when you're looking for how to get past a difficult part of Skyrim, mm. uh, <laughs> for it serious shit, you know, yeah, real, real shit. Um, you, you know about these websites. The answers are always terrible. Mm-hmm. The difference with Meta, Ask Metafilter is the people there actually give a shit. Mm-hmm. They're not just assholes on the internet. Right. Anyway, I love Ask Metafilter. I'm very I'm very happy that they're sponsoring our program. So ask ask um uh the, the nice thing about metafilter this is like uh our friend matt howie who owns metafilter this was his great genius idea <laughs> that literally is what made metafilter what it is today uh to sign up for an account on metafilter you have to pay five bucks <laughs> oh <laughs> five dollars like he doesn't the five the, that five dollars isn't what makes his money. Like mm-hmm. it's not how he earns his money from people paying five dollars. Mm-hmm. The sole purpose of the five dollars is just to keep out teen racists. Yeah, exactly. It's just to keep people from calling each other fag. Because mm-hmm. while many many people on the internet want to call someone else a fag, they don't want to pay five dollars for the privilege. <laughs> <laughs> and so, if you institute that five dollar rule, you're good as gold. Sure. Yeah, it is a wonderful website. Um, hey, up on the Jumbotron this week, chainclocks.com. I took a look at chainclocks.com. Uh, this, is, uh, this is kind of amazing. Um, these clocks are made out of, I mean, they're like a- electromagnetic. Um, they're like, a, like, en- like uh, what do you call that? Electric... And not engines, motors. Yeah. Electric motors, like AC motors that you plug into the wall, connected to gears and chains like you would find on a bicycle mm. with numbers welded and attached into the chains 
Uh, it's kind of it's very difficult to explain. Yeah, they're, they're pretty crazy looking. They're pretty beautiful, cool actually. Yeah. yeah, and they're they're pretty amazing. Um, anyway, they're they're really remarkable. I think they would they would fit in with your modern or industrial aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I would say terrific, Def- definitely industrial. Um, and uh, I think they're really cool looking. Uh, they're very reasonably priced as well. They're online at chainclocks.com. So you should go to chainclocks.com and check them out. In fact, you can get a 20% discount if you use the coupon code JJGO when you check out. So www.chainclocks.com. He says you have to use the www. Uh, Use JJGO and you'll get 20% off. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, it's MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. It's cheap. It's easy. If you want to advertise on Jordan, Jesse, Go or any of our shows, email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. You can advertise stuff made of chains as long as they're not restraints. <laughs> I think that's our rule. Jordan, hmm. I, I think you should listen to uh, My Brother, My Brother, and Me in the coming months. I'm not going oh. to spill any beans about upcoming sponsors on My Brother, My Brother, and Me. <laughs> but it's some sort of restraint <laughs> company? Again, as I said, I'm not going to wow. spill any okay. beans. But uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I, I, I apologize. I didn't know we, as an organization, were pro restraint. We're we're neutral on the subject. Okay. Um, I mean, I can get on board with it. I mean, I certainly like to be restrained is sexually. That, is that an offer? <laughs> yeah. I mean, not to you, but if there's any plump-faced women out there <laughs> who want to restrain me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's hilarious. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Ian Edwards still here. He is. God bless him. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I can verify that. Yep. That's verified. Yeah, that's me, man. Uh, this is not a recording, a pre-recorded. <laughs> I mean, what you're listening to is a recording. Yeah. But yeah. Ian is here making this recording. Doing it us. live. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he made this recording live. Mm-hmm. Right. That we're reacting to in real time for us. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's not he's not here with us live. No. We should explain. No, no, no. Oh god, no. He recorded <laughs> Far too famous. He recorded a recording, gave us a script. But he took the time out of his life. Yes, he did. To do that recording. And to write the script right. as well. There you go. And he was very generous to give us some great lines. Yep. Um which I really appreciate, Ian, by the way. By yep. the way, Ian, you're a very handsome man. Oh, thank you very much. He had me say that as well. <laughs> yes, I, I said the script. You got to say yeah. it. Also, he sent us one of his T-shirts and a pair of his shoes to put on top of the tape recorder, so it would be more human, yeah. more like a person. Yeah, yeah. so you'd sure. have some eye, something to you know, like an eye visual, you know, something. You know. Yeah, I, I like a good eye visual. Yeah, and you know, it was a good bonding experience for me and Jordan to spend the twelve to sixteen hours it took to get the timing down yeah. to the point where we could do this live with the tape recorder. Yeah, you guys, you guys did a good job, man. Yeah, you know what? You. you know what helped a lot when we switched out from the regular boombox to the <laughs> Teddy. Ruxpin. When we put the tape into the Teddy Ruxpin and put the hat on the Teddy Ruxpin, the shoes in front of the Teddy Ruxpin, that really helped me a lot. Yeah, when you had something to play off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Teddy Ruxpin's a great straight yeah. man. Yeah. Well, you know what they say about Teddy Ruxpin, why he's such a giving uh, 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 performance partner? Teddy Ruxpin stays for the reverse. <laughs> Just like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> That's pretty inside baseball. Yeah. Um, I've got some Paramount Punch humor. I'm do later. Paramount Punch. <laughs> We've... We've got, uh, Ian, when something momentous happens to one of our listeners, we ask that they give us a call for a segment called Momentous Occasions. Uh-huh. Um, so we've got a couple of momentous occasions here. Let's, let's give them a listen. All right. Hi, Jordan and Jesse. Uh, this is Molly from Raleigh, North Carolina. I was just driving to work, um, and this is like a good-sized town, like 400,000 people, and I saw this... We know what Raleigh, North Carolina is. <laughs> We're not that... I know we have recently been accused of coastal elitism, unfairly <laughs> accused of coastal elitism. Well. Raleigh... <laughs> well. <laughs> Raleigh, North Carolina, it, it's... It, I mean, you're talking about one of the big... You're talking about this... You're in the heart of the research triangle. <laughs> yes, I, yeah. yes I just busted out some yeah, early North wow. Carolina knowledge Kicked out from your teacher sure. <laughs> Nice lady that's just trying to be helpful <laughs> And I saw this man um, Holding a cup While a pig peed into it In the parking lot of a church <laughs> Along like a wow. six lane okay. road So I don't know what was going on there Thanks, bye Wow that's yeah. some Raleigh, North Carolina ass shit. Do I don't mean to get all coastal elitist. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fucking just, typical Raleigh. Just, just when you didn't want to be coastal elitist. Uh, <laughs> some man's holding typical a, a cup Raleigh. and making a pig pee in it. And, uh, Look, you got to tip your hat to the success of the Duke basketball team and everything. But uh, <laughs> Man, that was some country ass shit. Do you think that's part of their religious services? <laughs> Do you think the pig pee is used, you know, like... I mean, for I don't some th- sort of anointing. Yeah, I mean, I, when I think of the South, you know, you know, there's the there's the the Baptists who handle oh, the snakes. I think I know what it is. What you know, when you walk in your dog here mm-hmm. and use the plastic to pick it up. Sure, yeah, right. You when you walk in your pig in Raleigh. Oh yeah, gotcha. You clean up to, after your pig. You have to clean up after your pig. So you it's, have to hold a you have to hold a cup. Yes, and then you take it like a shot. Yeah, you sh- you're sure it's not a religious thing. Because I think that's worth pursuing. I think we should run a quick... You know, they have the Bible on the internet. We should mm-hmm. run a quick check for he anointed him with urine. <laughs> urine. Yeah, let's just listen to some mustard plug songs. <laughs> I think that's how, they, using the internet. that's how they pronounce the word in, in Bible times. Bible time, urine. And you got to pronounce, pronounce it right when you're typing it into the internet. Mm-hmm. By urine. Otherwise, you're, you're going to be out of luck. That is a... That, see? It's a good one. The reason we have momentous occasions on this program is because... So we can learn what dummies are up to in their stupid states. <laughs> For jerks. You think, this is, you think this is somehow related to Sonics? Yeah, that's all like, yeah, I mean, surely, surely a Sonic was involved somehow. That man will take that pig for some tots later. Some sort of weird lime Dr. Pepper that we don't have out here. Someone clarified on our message board that some Sonics have roller skating waitresses and some Sonics don't have roller skating waitresses. If you're the owner of a Sonics franchise and your waitresses don't roller skate, Shoot yourself. Yeah, I feel robbed when I go to a Sonic and, <laughs> and they, there's no skaters. That yeah. is the biggest bullshit yeah. ever. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. I, I say, hey. For, I ain't going there for the food. No. You know, Jesse, I think you're being too kind to these guys. I'm saying 
fuck fuck the skates all together, put them on those hand pump railroad carts. That would be nice. You know that hobos escape with. That's fun. Have them have them bring your tots over on one of those hand pump railroad carts. What are those called? Uh, I I don't know what they're called, but I saw yeah. some I saw I, I saw some on American Pickers the other day. Okay. I'm not going to get too deep into this, Jordan, because I sure. think. This is a this is a vein that we're going to need to mine on another mm, program yeah, because yeah, it is so rich. Passing reference to it, uh, but uh, n- not only have I now watched every episode of American Pickers, uh, but I've now started to watch Canadian Pickers. Canadian wow. Pickers. Wow! <laughs> Apparently, in Canada, they just have a their own version of a show where they right. just pay, replace America with Canada. Mm-hmm. For, I I just assume for every show. Yeah, I don't have any reason way to verify this. <laughs> There's they don't have uh, they don't have lists of shows. I presume. Yeah. I, I haven't looked into it, but At, in Canada they have least... Canadian America's Got Talent. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the Canadian version of Game of Thrones. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, was it sexy? Uh, uh, just some Canadian people <laughs> <laughs> You're shaking, hands. shaking hands. Less power struggles. <laughs> yeah. They're just hanging around. A lot less violence. There was yeah. less violence, but there was more sighing. Yeah, a lot more sighing. To be know. fair, yeah. <laughs> And, and you know there was uh, better health care. <laughs> there was yeah. a big difference. Yeah, people, yeah, the, the, the people seemed to live longer. There was nonviolent expressions of disappointment in each right. other more than there was brutal beheadings. <laughs> exactly. Spoiler alert. Thanks a lot. I, I, I still haven't seen. Hey Jordan. Hey. Yeah. I was like, I'm, sorry, I, I'm still not through, done with season one of Canadian oh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> 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 Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. And possible guest. Um, I was listening to your most recent show, which is discussing, once again, secret sex parties. And I have had this little bit of information for a while. My roommate, his parents work... Uh, his parents are... What do you call it? Um, convention organizers? They help... What do you call that again? Can you remember what people who organize... All right, convention organizer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, this guy's good to call into our show. I was just, but clearly not from California, <laughs> or else he would have known what that word is. Sonics. Right. <laughs> mm, convention organizers. They help uh, carry around the celebrities. They watch after them. They get them their food and stuff. At, at conventions like your comic cons, your yeah, you know. Well, they once a year go to a convention. Which is a medical convention for convention holders, which is in fact. Wait a minute! I just want to say that we. This is a great call. I really appreciate it, <laughs> and I'm not trying to come down on this guy. But no. and I genuinely appreciate it. But it's okay to sit down and just take a second before you call in. <laughs> I feel like this guy's on his way to Sonics. <laughs> he's jogging to Sonic. <laughs> this guy is in the he's... middle of a tornado or something. He's like out of breath. He's maybe he just found this shit out and he ran. No, it to could grab be. I phone. mean, we do encourage that. We do encourage immediate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, immediate reporting. So okay. let's. I take it back. Yeah. Benefit of the doubt goes to the caller. Ty goes to the caller. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Unless they're from Lincoln, Nebraska. Fucking Nebraska. Oh <laughs> boy. Oh jeez. For convention holders, which is in fact a secret sex party. I should probably also add that they're all Renfair workers. Thank you. Love the show. Bye. Wait, did he say that... For convention holders... I'm going back a little bit secret more. Sex party. They, once a year, go to a convention, which is a medical convention for convention holders, which is in fact a secret sex party. I should probably also add that they're all... So he's saying... That there's a convention 
for convention holders where there is a secret sex party. Which is a secret sex party. Hmm. He's saying it is a secret sex party. And when he says conventions, I don't think he's talking about... One time I went to the podcasting convention, mm-hmm. like the industry convention, mm-hmm. you know, where pe- this was... body breakout? No, mm-hmm. no. Well, Jordan, Jordan is uh, really deeply invested in um, the idea that uh, various subcultural groups have these gatherings mm-hmm. and they're just excuses to have a secret sex party. And also that if he goes to them, he won't get invited to the secret sex party. <laughs> Not enough chain mail. So yeah. Because <laughs> he, won't, he won't, somehow won't match to whatever their standard it. is. Yeah, he won't know enough about model trains or whatever it is. He won't meet the standard. I love is, someone to is, rocket is com- a model train Is Comic-Con an excuse for a sex party? I think that, you know, I think that, uh, I think that, Comic conventions in general probably right. are. I think the current state of Comic Con no. is probably the people who want to, you know, have a costumed fuck fest, or maybe <laughs> saving it for, uh, you know, Emerald City Comic Con, mm. uh, yeah. like a lesser Comic Con. I think that <clears throat> the diehards probably can't be bothered at this point. But in general, yes, I think so. So I once went to the podcasting convention, mm-hmm. and next door was what I would consider to be the ultimate industry convention, the convention hall in, uh, uh, what do you, what do you get when you go East on the 10? Well, uh, you, you get more East, more Easternly. <laughs> no, like what's, what's the first thing that's there? Oh, like Riverside or something. No, before you get to Riverside, it has its own airport. It's the airport that we suggest people sometimes fly into, before the, when oh, they go Ontario? to Ontario, yeah, Ontario, okay. California. Mm-hmm. So the this is like the this is like the furthest point from Los Angeles that you could still kind of claim is in the Los Angeles area. Right. I think it's a seventy-minute drive from Los Angeles. Um, so the convention center has two areas. One is the podcasting and new media expo. Mm-hmm. One is literally a convention for. The porta potty business. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guess I don't think <laughs> so, so you, that way you can smell all the new stinks early. <laughs> the new 2012 stinks. But I don't think that the I do not think that the like the real industry con- cons is what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. I think that he's talking about specifically Comic Con type things like fan cons, right? Yeah. So this is. The the king king the nerd kings, who run the conventions, right. have their own Game of Thrones, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> they have their own ghost protocol. <laughs> yeah, where they all get together for, you know, I run one of these things. They get together for mustard plugging. <laughs> <laughs> Some serious Some serious mustard, mustard plugging. Mustard plug-in. Yeah. Yeah. which in this case involves just involves hot dogs. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> um, that sounds amazing to me. Yeah, I at this point, I'm. Is the allure? Is the shine off the rose? Is the old expression? <laughs> yeah, goes? that old. Yes. Um, at this point, no. I want to hear like specific stuff about these things now. I, I mean, I I know they exist. That's why I'm so mad. Right. Is that I want. I want. I kind of <laughs> want to blow by blow, if you will. Right. Um. Uh, so plug yeah, by plug. Yeah, just a, just a plug by plug. If someone wants to call in and yeah, plug this, their secret sex party. Please, yes, absolutely. 
<laughs> yeah, they're like, we need more pasty dudes to show up at the secret <laughs> sex party. Let's advertise on a podcast. We just can't find. Where are they? Do you ever? Did you ever go to the website that you just advertised and asked how to join that type of shit? Oh, Metafilter. Do you ask think Metafilter, Metafilter would have yeah. some info on? Uh, yeah. It's a pretty vague question to ask on Ask Metafilter, but I can make it more specific. Okay. Yeah. Think okay. about how to. Craft well, there's a will, it. there's a way. Sure. Yeah, you could do that. I'll yeah. just write costumed fuckfest question mark. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I'll get some. Yeah. Tell you, type that in and we'll see what we can do. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a, I don't think that's a bad idea. I might do that. I got yeah, five might, bucks. You'd be surprised. There might be some local shit going on. I'm keen I'm keen to yeah. I think that what we really need is somebody who's been there and done that. And not and we, specifically, just to narrow it down a I little bit. I have a confession to make. What's up? All right, so I was hanging out with this chick. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She's doing some research. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, she she signed up for this class. It's in North Hollywood. Yeah. Right. And it's it's kind of like a, a seedy part of a good block, maybe Lancashire. Can't remember the street. Sure. But it was like Saturday afternoon, like 12. Yeah. And we park at the address and we go in and they open up the metal gate. What kind of research is she doing, Ian? Uh, like sex shop type of research and shit. And that's not a type of research. <laughs> I want you to know that that's not a type of research, but I'm going to let it slide. Right, right. I mean, I'm not going to argue with somebody. Say, hey, you want to go to this thing in the afternoon? And uh, so it was. It was basically. Uh, she's like getting her. She's getting her. Do- she's getting her doctorate in, in dildonics. <laughs> in domination, a dominatrix in domination, school. Yeah, like wow. That. And so the whole place has like different rooms and chambers and shit set up. And there was a party later on that night. And I guess they do it all the time. But the the, the chick who taught the class yeah. was like, you can come back later, but you have to be a member mm. or know a member. But the, the dominatrix lady liked the girl I was with, so she said she can come back. And I'm like, bitch, I'm standing right here <laughs> next to the bitch. <laughs> how rude. Like, Those dominatrices can be so rude. Just because you got a whip and you're wearing leather, you, don't, you can't talk to me like that <laughs> or, or not talk to me like that. But I, I think, you know, they had like cages and all kinds. Well, of, I think the issue think is Saturday nights or whatever nights, it's, it's on and popping over there. A yeah. couple of weeks ago on the show, we had Rob Cordry on the program. Mm. And he told us that he was once drunk with his then girlfriend, now wife, mm-hmm. in the West Village in New York. And there's a sex uh, club there. Probably that, tons of them. Yeah, there's many. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was, you know, a well-known sex club. Mm-hmm. And they, he sort of, being curious about it, sort of said to his girlfriend, eh, you know, let's go in. It'll be fun. It'll be hilarious. Uh-huh. You know, and he went in and it was just eight fat dudes. <laughs> and, you know, and so the problem, the, ultimately, that dominatrix... When you say that she liked the chick that you were with, uh-huh. she just likes anything with a vagina. Right. Just if it has lady parts, it's invited to the party. Right. If it's got a weenus. Well, yeah. If, it, if it's got a weenus, then no, it's, yeah. it's not happening. Right. I think that's mm-hmm. ultimately. Because the, here's the thing. We did on this program talk to someone who belongs to an orgy club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the Pacific Northwest, oh, where they travel to the wo- to a mansion in the woods, where there are mattresses on the ground and uh, everyone has a fuck fest, mm-hmm. which was very interesting, a very pleasant person. 
And Jordan's got an open invitation. <laughs> I'm spoken for. But Jordan has an open invitation, which is great. What are you waiting for, Jordan? But it's there's a there's the added my dick to get bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I think it'll I think it'll have a growth spurt though. I got news for you. It's only going to get smaller. Go now. Okay. Yep. You're right. <laughs> I am leaving now. You're, you've been taking those pills. Pills you got down at the pharmacy on Figueroa, right? Yeah. Yo. You know those actually uh, those, those turned out to be uh, grasshoppers dipped in chili powder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're pretty good. Yeah. Well, sure. not doing anything for my dick though. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the thing, the thing <laughs> that we're ultimately most interested in mm-hmm. is not so much the sex club mm-hmm. as the other thing club that turns out to actually be an excuse for. Because yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, I think you that, see what I, we're saying. I, I definitely, no, you lost me for a second. I definitely like you know, like I'm definitely interested in the idea of you know, like dominatrixes and stuff like that. I think right. that's all fascinating and and, yeah, and crazy fascinated by that stuff too man um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but i like the i'm idea. hard as a diamond right now <laughs> fascinatingly fascinatingly hard i like the idea of the of of, of in just, my mind my my, my mind boner my intellect mind is engorged <laughs> <laughs> <In gorge. laughs> yeah my, my i have an engorged medulla oblongata um i like the idea of like you know People getting together for a comic book convention or a, you know, those Star Wars things where everyone dresses up like a stormtrooper. Right. Um, and them getting together and, and doing that in the daytime and then then them all going and fucking each other later. I right. think that is that I it, – it, right? They're doing it. Yeah. We all know. Just it, tell us about it. If it's, if it's on the surface it's about fucking – then well sure then it's just then it's a fuck club right right but if if they go through this whole thing where it's about this other thing but they're keeping it secret it. the the thing that jordan the thing that it, that jordan has his hooks into is that they're keeping it secret from him that they're all fucking at night so jo- jordan is actually wants to approach this the way a woman approaches like sex uh-huh where it's a complicated uh, game and she wants game. she wants to unpack something yes mm. yeah he wants to uh-huh. Yeah, he wants to. He wants to play. He he's a cat that wants to play with the mouse. Right. When it comes to orgies, he thinks like a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true, and decorating too. Yeah. <laughs> Those two areas. Those two areas of my life. <laughs> we have one more momentous occasion here. All right. Jordan Jesse Go, what's up? I'm calling in with a momentous occasion. Not much. Thank you for your call. <laughs> so in December, I woke up and half my face was paralyzed. I couldn't move it at all. Uh, apparently, it's temporary. It could take anywhere from like two weeks to never to get better. So today, I woke up and blinked for the first time in four months. And that is my momentous occasion. That's good. Congratulations on your blink. That is a great Blink. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrate by going to see Blink-182. <laughs> they run that tour. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're, uh, they're there with uh, Primitive Radio Gods and the Crystal Method. Eh, that's a little wrong. Anyway. <laughs> I was trying to think of a 90s thing. I don't really know about those things. Yeah, that's okay. Bush. Bush. Let's go around the room. Silver chair. Come on, guys. Help me out here. I think, I think you know most of them. Yeah. M-O-P. Oh. Uh, Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, oh. What about? Uh, 
I like girls who wear Abercrombie and Fitch Chinese food. Oh, no, LFO. They made a there song with MOP. Terrific. That is the best thing about the 90s. Mm. If you want when to LFO talk about teamed up with MOP. The time that LFO teamed up with MOP and wondering whether whether they whether MOP signed up for it for the money or mm-hmm. just because they like other groups with acronym Acronyms. names. Yeah, like if if they would have if they would have been down with anybody that had a three-letter acronym name. Come on, let's get it going again. Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Uh <laughs> Come on, everybody. Help me out here. I'm going. Keep going. Yeah. You're doing great, Jordan. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to encourage you. You're really doing a wonderful Garbage. job. Garbage. Come on. <laughs> yeah, good. Nine Inch Nails. You're better than me at this. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. What else? <sighs> MOP. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> did good. I already say MOP? Nice one, Jesse. Yeah, you did. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I think I've mainly listed all the 90s bands. Tonic. Okay. Cake. Does, does B-52s the, count? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, no, that'll, that'll they do. don't count at no, all. It was terrible. So. I didn't think That was think horrible. So. Yeah, yeah. That was worse you. than when I said MOP. That's all I at had. At least MOP are actually from the 90s. <laughs> that's, that's all I MOP had. MOP did not fit the theme, but they mm. are from the 90s. Aqua. <laughs> that's all I had. I told you I wasn't good at this one. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. This is terrible. You're a fucking embarrassment, Ian. <laughs> I guess we'll, I'm the only one who's good at this. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second. I'm Jordan Jessica. <laughs> Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Ian Edwards, hanging out. Um, First of all, I want to thank the... We blew past our goal of a 1,000 new donors in the Max Fund Drive. Um, I would like to thank each and every one of those people personally. So I have a list in front of me. I'm going to... (laughs) Thank you to Bush. (laughs) Tonic. <laughs> Sugar Ray, uh, Sublime, Toad the Wet Sprocket. There you go. Was it? Love it. Yes. B fifty twos. Wait, Still wait, no. Jordan. Semi Sonic. Terrific. A guy from Semi Sonic went to the church that I used to work at, and he wrote a really nice book about being in Semi Sonic called "So You Want to Be a Rock Star." Nice. He was a great guy. A great guy. Anyway, the refreshments. Is that, is that something? Yeah. They wrote the King of the Hill theme song. Oh. Yeah. I love King of the Hill. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun show. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, I just have the names of bands that I say while I clap. We just, well, I mean, usually it's either me just saying the names of guys that played for the Giants or the A's in mm-hmm. 1989, yep. or me saying the names of Bay Area rappers from the mid-1990s, mm-hmm. so... You know, you it's a refreshing change of pace for our audience. You saying 1990s alternative rock band names is actually in our audience's wheelhouse. This actually is something they will recognize. And, <laughs> and they're like at home nodding their heads like, oh, yes, these are names yeah. I recognize. I don't know. I feel like people love the baseball shit. I feel like, you get, I feel like all the little references people, all, all the times I see people like Jordan. talking to you on the internet, it's about like... What about this funny baseball name? Jordan, there are 12 people in our audience that like sports and three people in our audience that like rap music. You know, I feel like I will. This is and this is maybe a topic that I'm bringing up at the end of the show. I feel like. Do you think this is going to be as rich and deep and powerful as this American Pickers, (laughs) Canadian Pickers thing that I want to get into sometime? Uh, I feel like the sports averse nerd is. is a thing of the past. I feel like really? every nerd I know is super... Into, not every nerd I know, but I feel like... Of, when I think about my friend group, which is nerds, yeah, 
they are as as many of them are into sports or is not into sports. I think the aggressive towards sports nerd uh, is over. I think it's, really? I don't think it's a thing anymore. Wow. You know, I, I think some jocks became nerds. Yeah, or they just yeah. grow up as nerds now, as opposed to. You know. I think the line is the line is blurred. Yeah. Well, listen, definitely as a jock myself. As a jock. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Anyway, uh, our thanks to the uh, we blew the lid off of our uh, off of our goal of a thousand new donors. Special thanks to every single one of you who uh, donated. Every single one of you who has continued your donation. Um, every single one of you who has increased your donation. We could not appreciate it more. It's what pays all of our bills here at MaximumFun.org. So um, you are. Absolutely tremendous. I've got a, a just a huge pile of blondies to bake for Blondie Brigade members. We've got a lot of... Uh, uh, we've got a, a thousands of thank you gifts to mail out. So um, thank you very much, and we hope you enjoy the bonus content. And you are the best. Um, you are absolutely the best. All of our listeners are totally 100% top. So thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. And... We are going to have a really, really cool fucking meetup. Oh, yeah. Um, May 10th, mm-hmm. uh, our friends at This American Life, uh, my brothers and sisters in public radio distribution at PRI, uh, are doing a live show in New York that will be live broadcast to movie theaters around the country. So we decided that um, uh, we would do a special meetup for this show. So it's May 10th. It's in movie theaters all over everywhere. Here in Los Angeles, me and Jordan and Aaron Gibson and Brian Safi are going to be uh, hosting a meetup uh, at the, the... We will be attending the showing at the Burbank 16, um, and uh, then we'll be going out for drinks somewhere afterwards. Uh, keep your eyes on if, the website. It might I suggest... Yes. Uh, I think... I, I have not been to this particular movie theater, but I think I can picture where it is. Yeah. If it's close, meet up at Buffalo Wild Wings. Really? Yeah. You're suggesting Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, yeah. B-dub-dub. Of course I am. Yeah. If it's Thursday, it'll be Boneless Thursdays. Are they open at night? Boneless. Oh, they're totally... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, you know, they... Yeah, you want to party at Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay. Well, then it sounds like Buffalo Wild Wings. Get some Bud Light Platinums. Are, are you going to be the one who breaks it to Brian and Aaron that we're going to have our meetup at Buffalo Wild Wings? Oh, I think... I think Bri- <laughs> knowing Brian, I think Brian will be on board. Okay. So then we'll get... Aaron... Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's then that it's settled. Buffalo Wild Wings afterwards. <laughs> um, if it's actually close, it might not actually be. And also, we don't have to go there. Um, well, well, we'll have it. We'll have it on the website maximumfun.org, Probably by the time you listen to this. But uh, here's the other thing: we're also going to have meetups around the country. Um, so go to the forum if you want to host a meetup. Um, we're going to try and have some like cool stuff, you know, maybe like a video message from us and I'll Skype in, you know, that, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, but if you want to host a meetup wherever you live, post in the forum thread about it. And if we get two or three people that want to do it, uh, then we'll put it on the official calendar for what theater you're going to be at and what, where you're going to have the meetup. And then we'll announce them on Jordan, Jesse Go and on our other shows and et cetera, et cetera, on Twitter all around. So we're hoping to, you know, at least get six or eight of these things all around the country and, you know, in places where we've had successful meetups. I know 
you know, I was just in uh, Minneapolis and we had 40, 45 people yeah. at that meetup. So I'm sure that there's a couple dozen people in Minneapolis and D.C. and other places, you know, Portland, where we've had huge meetups. And speaking of which, Jordan, you're going to be in Portland this weekend. Yeah, for I'm, I'm going to be at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival this weekend. Um, gosh, I, I'm, I'm frantically trying to bring it up on my phone. I should have had my, my dates. Actually, Jesse, Jesse, you, you yeah. have a computer there. I got it here. Your meetup is April 13th at the Space Room Lounge. Uh, April 13th at the Space Room Lounge, and you can find all of the information at the Bridgetown website or just go to Maximum, not for the meetup, but for Jordan's shows, uh, or go to MaximumFun.org and uh, uh, click on uh, the meetup in the live shows area to find out all the information for meeting up on Jordan's, Jordan's thing. Yeah, please. I would, I, would, I would love it if everyone would come to my comedy shows uh, and also be moderating a panel on Saturday afternoon. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah, the meetup is Friday night. It's at a place called the uh, Space Club. Yeah, absolutely. The Space Club Lounge. Friday night at 9, Space Club Lounge. That's uh, that's the long and the short of it. Please it come. Lo- it looks like Jordan's uh, on a show called Mystery Guest Thursday night. Uh, he's on the Humor Code Saturday afternoon. That's the, he, that's uh, the that's panel. The panel uh, and uh, also taking place in that panel, you got, a, uh, you got a Pete Holmes, you got a Maria Bamford. Oh, that's nice. And mm-hmm. then Saturday night, he's at the Tabor Lounge. So... Uh, great lineup there. Uh, go see Jordan. But uh, May 10th, all over the country. Um, just post in the forum if you want to host a meetup. Say what theater you're going to and where you want to have the meetup afterwards. And um, we will we will recognize... We should all meet at Buffalo Wild Wings is across the country. <laughs> I'm sure everyone has a Buffalo Wild Wings near their movie theater. Um, and Ian Edwards, it has just been a delight to have you on the program. Thank you so much for coming by and joining us. Uh, my pleasure, man. A lot of fun, fellas. Uh, Ian, you can catch him all around the country performing stand-up comedy. He is on, oh, yeah. he is on Twitter at, at Ian Edwards Comic. Yep. Um, and you can find him on uh, the worldwide internet web. Uh, at ianedwardscomedy.com where you comedian.com can, excuse me ianedwardscomedian.com where you can find his uh, stand-up comedy dates and whatnot website all that shit um, it has been a delight uh, uh, if you guys don't mind I gotta hit Google real quick and watch some Lyricist Lounge yeah. clips <laughs> um, we'll be back next week on Jordan Jesse Go everybody check it out 